Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, Close to the Bone. I'm Carl Vreeland, your host. This is episode 11. Nothing changes if nothing changes. If there are aspects of yourself that you'd like to change and you haven't had any luck in bringing that change about, perhaps it is time to try a different approach. Maybe you fly off the handle too easily when things don't go your way. Or when someone doesn't meet your expectations, you get disappointed and angry. Perhaps you get dark and gloomy when it rains during your vacation. Or maybe you lose it when your next-door neighbor plants political campaign signs of your opposing party all over his front lawn. Or could it be that you're wanting to let go of what happened at work two years ago between you and your boss, but you just can't? And as hard as you try, you cannot stop yourself from getting angry and sometimes spouting off about it. Let's say you're trying to stop drinking or quit smoking, but you find yourself failing at it again and again. I've been there. I understand. Why can't we change? What's the problem here? Well, for starters, I propose we stop trying to figure it all out. There's no logic to it all, really. There's no reasoning with ourselves. I'm sure you've tried. Sure, we could keep trying. We can come up with little tricks, trying to fool ourselves, stuffing down our desires and emotions, white-knuckling it. But that's no way to live, and in the end, it never works. Look, if positive thinking, affirmations, personal philosophies, chanting, banging on a drum, or incense burning hasn't helped you, welcome to the club. They've never served me either, at least not alone. Only changing our behaviors, responses, and reactions will change us and our thinking and our brain chemistry. Trying to change our response to life's difficulties and challenges through thought and ritual is futile. We can't sort out our deeper, more profound problems through thought process, simply because our problem is our thinking. To quote Albert Einstein, we cannot solve our problems with the same level of thinking that created them, unquote. We could go on thinking that we're going to figure this thing out, or maybe we could admit that we are essentially doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, as they say. Consider that you might be at an impasse, at your wit's end, and that you might be powerless over these shortcomings. See, we cannot will our way into changing. We cannot tough it out or use brute force. And why is that? Why do we seem to lack the power to change? Well, for one, I believe it's because we are trying too hard. Secondly, change is a process. It doesn't happen because we decided so. We need to develop skills. Without a discipline left to our own devices, we make bad choices. Without a deeper understanding, our actions create harm and suffering. If we want to be good at something, it takes learning, practice, good technique, effort, and experience. Automatic responses, habitual behaviors that are preventing us from changing, are hard to break. And until we change our behaviors, nothing will change. When we continue to behave as we always have, 
reacting to rudeness with aggression, dealing with anxiety and stress by popping pills or having a few cocktails, holding on to a resentment until we get an apology, shouting at bad drivers, snapping at our spouse for losing the car keys, and getting nasty to a cop for pulling us over for speeding. As long as we continue to act out the same way, nothing will change. See, we have to change. No one else, just us. The problem is always us. As they say, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. Nothing changes. The next time someone offends you, say the man at the hardware store was impatient and unfriendly and rude to you. See if you can let it go once you leave the store. See if you can resist telling others what happened. Just forget about it and let it go. See how that goes. Chances are it's going to take great effort. Likely, you'll notice how the urge to share what happened rises up. When it does, observe the desire to vent about it, to keep it alive, to want to tell someone. But think about it. Why do it? Why keep it alive? Why go on about it? What's the point? Does it make us feel good? Does it change anything? Wouldn't it be better to let it go? Is there something to learn from it? Usually not, except that we need to learn to let go. Same goes for the friend that disappoints us and the rainy vacation, our neighbor planting campaign signs, and the resentment we are holding toward our boss. And what about the drinking and smoking? Praying, wishing, intellectualizing, rationalizing, logic. As much as I wished otherwise, sobriety wouldn't magically happen. I couldn't stop drinking or smoking. Not until I asked for help and got into Alcoholics Anonymous and yoga and meditation. And not until I stopped venting and stopped holding on to anger and resentments which were among the very things that created my unease and desire to drink. Resisting these urges bring about change. When we make effort, grace comes, the power we lacked appears, and the cravings decrease. We need a routine. We need to develop a discipline. Without one, we will run amok. We need principles to live by, standards, boundaries, and limits. And we need to stick to them. Integrity, courage, willingness, justice, honesty are principles we need to live by. And we need to be consistent. Because otherwise, it can be a slippery slope. For instance, there are neuroscientific studies showing that the more we lie, the less difficult it becomes to do. And the less adversely the amygdala responds to the emotional unease of lying. The first lie may cause an inner conflict with our conscience and keep us up all night, but after the second, third, and fourth lie, the amygdala's activity decreases, and it becomes not only easier to lie, but easier to tell even bigger lies. And dishonesty covers a lot of ground. Cheating on our taxes, saying you're not hurt or angry when asked by your spouse, Pretending you make more money than you do to a new love interest, infidelity, and so on. You get the gist. 
We need moral codes and values to live by and maintain. As long as we go on without a clear, defined quality of being, nothing will change. Thinking or thought doesn't change character. Action does. Decency, kindness, understanding, compassion, honesty, and consistency is imperative. We have one life to live. Let's do what we can to make it a good one. Let's make it a better world. Let's leave it a better world for our friends, family, children, and community. And until that day when we part from this world, our efforts, I am certain, will bring us a beautiful life. Well, that's all I got for now. As always, thank you for listening. Until next time, be well and be safe. If you like this podcast and what you heard, please rate it, review it, subscribe to it, and share it with others. Thank you again.